This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for the week ending Friday the 5th of June 2020. Presented to you this week by Wesley Garner. I'm a barley trader based in Sandy. Starting with the wheat market. Markets recover early wheat losses. Rains arriving in the UK, Northern Europe and the Black Sea countries has been viewed as beneficial for the drought-stricken wheat crops in these regions, triggering a wave of selling on wheat futures markets earlier this week. UK prices suffered particularly, losing as much as 40% of the gains they made during May. Values were not helped by the 1% gain of sterling against the euro. However, there was a notable turnaround on Thursday, led by wheat futures from the US-Chicago border trade, which rallied to a six-week high. The continuing weakness of the US dollar is beneficial to US wheat exports. The latest weekly export sales, which reached 616,800 tonnes of combined old and new crop, were close to meeting top-end estimations. Concerns for developing wheat crops in the southern plains were heightened by moderate drought for Kansas, which extended to 27% of the state. In addition, temperatures are forecast to soar next week. Despite the euro gaining over 2% against the US dollar this week, the futures of French futures exchange house Matif regained all early week losses as traders assessed the mixed benefits of recent rainfall in Europe. However, attention switched to the prospects of wheat crops in southern Russia and the southern Ukraine, where temperatures are forecast to reach a damaging 32 to 34 degrees centigrade next week, while Russia's domestic wheat prices are already at a record high. Meanwhile, not all UK farmers enjoyed the beneficial rain which was forecast, and UK wheat futures regained half their early wheat losses. These losses were supported by a weakening sterling, leaving the market mindful of the significant 2020-2021 season and the need for wheat imports. Mixed messages from the Ukraine. The Ukrainian Ministry for Development of Economy, Trade and Agriculture made a prediction earlier this week that the country's 2020-2021 wheat harvest is likely to fall around 18%, bringing the total to 23.2 million tonnes. Exports are also predicted to fall by more than a quarter, to a total of 14.9 million tonne. However, these estimates were subsequently countered by the Ukrainian agricultural consultancy ProAgro, which increased its crop estimates for Ukraine to 26.7 million tonne from its previous estimate of 25.4 million tonnes. Furthermore, ProAgro increased its export estimates from 17 to 18 million tonnes. This figure is still well below this season's exports, which are expected to be 20.5 million tonne. Some indication of the damage to wheat crops caused by prolonged dry weather in this area of the Black Sea can be seen in Moldova, which is sandwiched between Romania and the Ukraine. Last year, the country produced 1.1 million tonnes of wheat, but this week, Moldova's Ministry of Agriculture, Regional Development and Environment cut its 2020 crop estimates almost in half, down to 600,000 tonne. Moldova's domestic consumption is 350,000 tonne. Egypt begins 2020 import buying campaign. Egypt, the world's largest wheat importer, purchased its first new crop wheat shipments yesterday from the Ukraine, which has submitted the most competitive tenders. Delivery is for the 1st to the 15th of July. The two 60,000 cargoes that the Ukraine offered were $2 below the cheapest Russian offer and $7.5 below the only offer made from France. On a delivered basis, the sales value were on average $220.65, which is more than $30 a tonne below prices Egypt paid back in April on its last import purchases. The UK stands alone as the only country where new crop is at a premium to old crop. Moving on to the barley market. Molsters absent from the market. The dry weather in the UK is causing concerns not only about barley yields, 
but also potential molting quality. Rainfall for Scotland and the north of England this week has been extremely useful, but large areas of England remain very dry. Molsters remain largely absent from the market due to falling demand as a result of COVID-19. It remains uncertain how long this falling demand will last, and it is difficult to forecast the decline in demand for 2020. Estimates range from 20 to 40%. This week, the AHDB released figures showing that UK molsters had used 28.1% less malting barley this April compared with April 2019. Even with yield estimates being revised lower to account for the lack of rain, the supply and demand of malting barley would still point to ample supplies given the size of the potential barley crop. It should also be highlighted that as much as 250,000 tonnes of additional malting barley could be carried into next season in merchant, molster and cooperative stores. This would equate to around 13% of the total UK domestic malting barley demand, although this percentage would be higher if malting barley demand falls lower. This extra carryover tonnage is likely to weigh heavily on malting barley values and also has the potential to create logistical challenges at harvest. Planning forward to 2021. Looking forward to 2021, Frontier is currently offering guaranteed minimum premium brewing malting barley contracts for both winter and spring malting barley. The winter barley contracts are for the variety Craft and the recently fully approved variety Electrum, while the spring contracts are for the varieties Planet and Lorit. These schemes offer a low risk yet flexible marketing and risk management strategy, giving growers the ability to fix their brace prices whenever they wish, armed with the knowledge and reassurance that they have got a guaranteed minimum premium for their malting barley. With all the uncertainty around malting barley in the post-Brexit market, this looks to be a good option for growers. Oilseed rape. Strong markets in May. Last month proved to be a strong period for the UK's rapeseed producers, with markets gaining £20 per tonne during May. Part of this shift was down to a 2.5% devaluation in sterling, but it was also partially due to a noticeable change in sentiment. European motorists are getting back in their cars, which is helping demand for the 60% of rapeseed that goes into the biofuel sector. Producers also anticipate the prospect of pubs, cafes and restaurants reopening over the coming months. It is not expected that demand will fully recover during 2020 into 2021, but the prospect of a small EU crop, increased import requirements and a tight global rapeseed year-end stock-use ratio have all been enough to keep the market on the front foot. Price of imports paramount. Of course, price is only one half of the equation in terms of overall returns from the crop. As prices rose during May, crops in many areas were suffering in the hot, dry weather. But also, oilseed rape has a deserved reputation of being a crop with remarkable powers of recovery. Thankfully, we are now in a cooler, wetter spell of weather, which is forecast to continue into next week. However, we have seen a flat domestic market for rapeseed this week, despite slightly weaker sterling and a rise of around €3 in continental futures prices. In the longer term, the UK market will track the futures prices of its neighbours as the UK and the EU have a uh, a substantial import requirement in 2020 to 2021. However, in the short term, the rain has brought out a few sellers. Pulses. Assessing the impact on the dry spell. Given the end of the hot, dry weather, the pulse market is now trying to assess what impact it has had on yields. Dried pea crops can usually survive hot, dry conditions better than beans, but numerous reports have suggested a reduced number of flowers per vine, and in some, fall crops, only two to three peas per pod, rather than the average of five to seven. Winter beans that were drilled in good time last autumn are in full flower, 
and although the crops are shorter than usual, as long as we get some rain now we would expect to see average yields. Spring beans make up 75% of the total bean crop, and whilst the late drilled crops generally germinated well, crop development has been stunted by the hot weather. Flowering and pod set are both very close to the ground and could make combining very challenging. However, the, hopefully the wetter, cooler weather will allow for some stem elongation to lift the crops, as well as give us some good pod fill. Fertiliser. Nitrogen. As noted, in, as noted in last week's report, new season nitrogen prices have stimulated high demand for products and the early season offers are expected to be closed fairly soon, possibly even this side of the weekend. However, at the time of this report being written, there are still opportunities to buy products at the new season levels. Most discussion is around the firming gas price as we move into the latter part of the year. Furthermore, Brexit is still on the agenda with possible tariffs and duties on imported fertiliser products into the UK on the horizon. Starting at £50 a tonne drop from last year will make upwards price movements more likely than any further drops. Urea offers to the market have been quieter with no change to the previous week's prices. This week has been all about ammonium nitrate orders and nitrogen sulphur systems. P&Ks. Currency will be the key influencer on wheat and fertiliser over the coming weeks and months, so keep your eye on exchange rates. Seed. Challenging growing conditions likely to affect seed crop yields. Lower plantings in extremely challenging growing conditions are likely to affect seed crop yields and variety available, uh, availability this autumn. National seed crop plantings have seen a 25% reduction compared to last year, as the wet autumn and winter conditions limited drilling opportunities. The very variable state of these winter crops that were drilled has been placed under further pressure by poor headland establishment, waterlogging during winter, and now the very dry spring conditions. Autumn supply of available seed low. The reduction in seed crop area and potential yields will lead to lower supply of available seed for drilling this autumn. Sought after varieties are likely to sell out early, particularly those with desirable agronomic features such as strong disease resistance or early sowing potential. Seeds of varieties for the quality Group 1 and Group 3 markets may be in particularly short supply due to a decline in the seed crop area of those grades. The overall picture is one of reduced availability and a, a rapid shortening of variety choice. Growers would be well served by speaking to their frontier farm trader or agronomist to secure their preferred variety. This was Front Runner for week ending Friday the 5th of June 2020. If you'd like advice on grain marketing, get in touch with us directly or speak to your local Frontier farm trader. All Frontier customers have access to live market pricings and online grain trading in the My Farm farm management platform.